Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. What to do if you're being doxxed by Lily Hay Newman. There are few more toxic practices online than doxing, the distribution of someone's personal information across the Internet against their will. It's all too common, though, deployed regularly and devastatingly as a means to harass and intimidate. The practice is not limited to public or briefly Internet-famous figures either. Anyone can be a victim at any time. Doxing is an effective tool for bad actors because the Internet can cough up a shocking amount of publicly available information about practically anyone. And while there's no perfect defense against it, there are ways you can prepare for it and help mitigate the fallout. Wired spoke with Eva Galperin, the Director of Cybersecurity at the Electronic Frontier Foundation, a prominent digital rights group, about what the average person can do to deal with doxing. Wired, who should be concerned about doxing? Does everyone need to be prepared, even if they don't think they're at specific risk? Eva Galperin, Generally, people don't think about this stuff until it's too late, so it's good for everyone to have some sort of privacy and security posture set up before things go wrong, especially if you're about to do something that's going to attract you some attention, but even if you're just a woman on the Internet. What I tell people is, Google yourself, lock yourself down, make it harder to access information about you. People should definitely be aware of their public records, like their public tax records. And when you post your photos to Instagram, or you make posts to Facebook, or you tweet something about your location, people can take that stuff, put it into another context, and suddenly you've been doxxed. What people can really give away about you is the stuff that you've already given away about yourself. So think about the possibility in advance and to have a plan in the same way you have to plan for all kinds of other emergencies. Wired, what does a doxing preparedness plan look like? E.g., see what's already available about you. Be familiar with the terms of service of the various platforms you use. Learn how to properly file a takedown for when your information does get up there. Remove your name from people search lists. Take down information about yourself. Make sure that your number is unlisted. Equality Labs has a great thorough doxing guide that includes a number of opt-out links.
And in addition to doxing, you should be also concerned about the security of your accounts. If you've earned the attention of people who think it's worthwhile to dox you, they may also think it's worthwhile to compromise your security and post things as you, or get more information about you by logging in as you to your accounts. Definitely have long, strong, unique passwords. Use a password manager. Use two-factor authentication and set it up, when possible, with a security key or an authentication app rather than text messages. I would also recommend calling up your cell company and telling them to lock down your account, giving them a password to use so that nobody can hijack your SIM. Wired. If you're ever being actively doxxed, how should you collect yourself? What are the most important first steps? E.g., the first thing you should do is assess how much mental bandwidth you have for this. Everyone has a different breaking point, a different amount of tolerance for harassment, and different feelings about what constitutes a threat. And your tolerance for risk can change over time. For example, you might have a relatively thick skin about threats one day, but then maybe you have kids and suddenly your tolerance for threats to your home goes down considerably. If you're being targeted, I recommend basically locking down all of your accounts for a while. Maybe even appoint someone else to watch the situation for you so that you don't have to. Let somebody else do all of the emotional labor of dealing with these threats and tracking them and reporting them to the platforms because it can be really, really hard on a person mentally. You don't have to do this alone. You have a network of support. Wired. How responsive are platforms like Facebook and Twitter to take down requests during an attack? E.g., the good news is that doxing is against the terms of service of just about every web platform I can think of. So you can report the doxing to the platform. They'll usually suspend the person's account or force them to take the post down or delete the post in question. But if you're facing really coordinated harassment, sometimes by that time it's too late because they can amass a troll army at that point. They can keep changing platforms. That's why it's good to have a plan and a backup person who will be your right hand in an emergency. If you're being doxxed, it can sometimes be in conjunction with something else terrible that's happening to you. So you want to be able to get some distance from the whole situation. This interview has been lightly edited for clarity. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home is ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.